What is up, everybody? Your host, Valar, I'm here, and thank you for tuning in. Um, this is episode three, uh, episode three of my podcast, Your INFJ Dude. Um, it's been two weeks since uh, my last update, uh, and um, so today is Thursday, March 11th, uh, 2020, 2021, and... Um, so much, there's been so much going on in my life. Um, I really didn't have a lot of time to, you know, do the notes, make this podcast, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, but um, I'm finding time now between works to do so. And um, so I don't think you were, but if you were like waiting for this and, it's, and it was delayed, well, my apologies. If not, well then, no, nothing, I guess. So um, what I'm going to cover today is um, actually revolves around uh, three things. Um, and, those are, uh, the f- and those are self-image, uh, over-analysis using intuition, and uh, something that we're going to call a hell loop for its sake. Um, so, um, being an INFJ or being, uh, an IN or EN for that matter, being intuitive, uh, anyways, um, has its perks. Well, we've talked about it in the previous episodes. Um, at least I hope I have, but, um, it can also be a nightmare. It can also be a curse, um, or best scenario, it can be quite damaging if not actually a curse. Um, now, how that happens is that, first of all, again, what is intuition, right? Um, intuition comes uh, against sensing. So what do we mean by that? Some people learn by intuition, some people learn by sensing. Um, intuition is what we call, we also call advanced pattern recognition, which means that uh, we who are intuitives, uh, we learn by recognizing patterns and uh, well the more a pattern repeats itself the better we learn it it can be with events with people with with anything generally and so uh, we tend to and after after we learn a pattern or two we start drawing conclusions before it actually happens and 99 percent of the times we are right we don't exactly know why so if you're asking why how do you know well we don't have an answer for that but <clears throat> we know it is. And, you, and after some time, people around us would know that we have this superpower, um, which can be kind of scary. I mean, let me tell you. Uh, but um, there is a problem. Most of the people, uh, around 75% of the people living on Earth, are not intuitive. They learn through sensing, through feeling. Uh, which means they look for the reality, they look for concrete, reliable information. Um, They look for what they can see or what they can um, feel physically. They can hear, they can see, they can touch, right? And because 75% of the people learn by sensing, the world is not really facilitated for the intuitive people to learn. It's like living in the world of the left-handed. A lot of this information I'm actually getting from... Uh, another podcast, which is one of my favorites, it's called um, 
well, I forgot what it's called, but I'll try to remember the name of the podcast uh, in this episode. Anyways, um, so yeah, this information is actually quite reliable. And that is why, uh, I think that is how the intuitive people are better in persuading people than the sense than the sensing people or the sensors are because we immediately recognize the pattern um, which the sensor follows in order to be persuaded or to understand or to accept something and then we provide concrete evidence based on what they want so again we recognize their patterns and etc and etc um, but there's a problem with this right there's a problem and uh, this problem actually uh, happens between um, people who are intuitive. So if you are an intuitive person and there's another person that is intuitive, you're most likely to, well, uh, encounter this problem. I think that's the right word. And uh, I will tell you what that is, but uh, let's move on to the, sec- to the second uh, part of this podcast and then I will tell you how everything will uh, match up with each other so the second thing is something that we're going to call a hell loop so if you've watched uh, the Lucifer series from Netflix Fox movies and Netflix um, there so there is a concept um, I mean if you've watched it then you know if you haven't I'm going to give you a very brief summary there it's basically the devil the king of hell uh, who has moved to Los Angeles for a vacation and he follows a story of crime and um, self-help and etc. etc. But what is nice, what, what I'm referring to here is how hell is pictured. So uh, in Lucifer, uh, hell is not a place where people are physically damaged or physically tortured. Instead, their worst memory keep appearing to them, right? So for example, there is this um, lawyer who helps cover up for like very bad people and when she dies and she goes to hell um, she experiences a hell loop where she wakes up in her apartment with her family husband children and it's a great great morning they're having breakfast and then suddenly one of the criminals walks in with a gun and shoots all her family dead and so what happens is that she cries she grieves she panics and she starts feeling really bad and suddenly she wakes up again and everything repeats again and again and again and again so that is how that is what uh, they call hell loop and that is what i'm going to call a hell loop here right you may even have experienced this uh, by yourself whether it was a recurring dream a recurring nightmare actually or maybe an event keeps happening to you right um, this is again what we will discuss uh, later on in this podcast. Uh, and let's talk about the third part of this podcast, self-image. So, um, well, self-image is quite tricky, actually. See, um, when we look inside the mirror, we see a physical representation of ourself, a, a physical image of ourself, right? But, the, but how we see ourselves through our heads is quite different from the physical image right now um, some people say that if you want to make a change outside you have to make a change inside change your physical uh, change your uh, self-image etc etc we're not going to go there 
even though some of it may be true. Now, what I want to say is that um, if, you, if you've been following, you know that there are, that uh, according to MBTI or the Meyer-Briggs system, people are either introverted or extroverted, right? Um, <clears throat> so what I have been witnessing is that those who are extroverted have a better self-image, have a clearer self-image of themselves than the introverts, right? So, um, again, if you've been following, you know what I mean by introverts and extroverts. If not, actually, I'm going to say this again. Um, so, according to the Meyer-Briggs system, an extrovert is a person um, who <clears throat> believes that the outer world or for whom the outer world is the real world, right? But an introvert, for an introvert, the in their inner world is the real world. Um, so, what this means is that... <clears throat> um, well, extroverts try to live in the outside world and try to turn, their, uh, turn, turn the world inside of them to match the outside world, <clears throat> while the introverts are, are the exact opposites, right? So it doesn't have anything to do with um, being bombastic or being energetic or wanting to um, keep quiet, keep alone. The introverts seem to be keeping more uh, alone time because <clears throat> they just can't cope with having a wrong, with having uh, an image that is different from their heads, right? Anyhow, I think extroverts, um, because, well, the, uh, they, they live through the outer world, have a better self-image, have a, not a better as in good or bad, uh, they have a clearer self-image of themselves than the introverts do, right? So, um, how is this all working? How, how are all these three going to... Um, match. I'm going to give you an example which happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I mean, last we not last week, a week before, two weeks ago. And is the reason why uh, this podcast stopped, right? So uh, if you've been following, uh, there, there's, there's, there, was, there was once upon a time, two, three years ago, there was this girl that I dated and I really, we really had something with each other. And then for some unknown reason, she suddenly left. Like we were, in the, we were having our best moments and one day she called me and she doesn't want to see, him, see me anymore. And she left and um, well, she was gone. She said she doesn't want to see me anymore. She blocked me on all social platforms, on everything, right? And when that happened, my life collapsed entirely. My emotional life, my work life, my... Um, my friends, everything collapsed for such a long time. I quit my job where I was very successful. I started, uh, I stopped doing my sports. I, I pretty much quitted life, right? And th that, that is how attached I was to her because I am an introvert. And for introverts, when they put their heart on someone, this actually means that the person outside matches with the image they have in their head, we have in our heads. So, and she was matching. She was, she was the exact image, right? Um, so, um, so that was, that, that was probably one of the worst things that ever happened to me. Um, and it was like a hell. It took me so long. It took me so much effort. It took me, um, so much help to get myself out of what was happening, to get back on track, to, uh, stand on my feet again, to start dating again to start doing a lot of things again <clears throat> and what happened um, was that um, three four months ago she returned she came back to me and I didn't know why she wanted why she was back <clears throat> and so I talked to a, to a couple of people about it but being an INFJ I am 
I cared more about her <clears throat> than I actually cared for myself. So I wanted to make sure that she was okay, that everything was fine with her. And so she came to me and we had um, some conversations. We even met up at, at a place and we spoke about a, about a couple of stuff. And here here's where the problem started to begin. I am an introverted, I am an INFJ, which means I'm an introvert and I am intuitive. I knew, I knew a, a few patterns about her, but since she had left me, I didn't know if the patterns were correct. So I started to study her again, right? Unconsciously, of course. <clears throat> and I started to try and make sense of what she was doing, everything she was saying. And I came up with a few patterns that was telling me that she's just out there to, well, to make sure that I was okay because maybe she felt a little guilty, etc., 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 right? And <clears throat> turns out she is, and I'm, 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 uh, I'm speculating this, but I think she, I'm sure she's an introverted and I'm definitely sure uh, she's an intuitive person. So uh, I think she doesn't follow, she follows the logic of advanced pattern recognition. And because I was feeling that way, <clears throat> she was feeling that she was, I was giving her signals that, okay, I'm not going to bother you because, well, I'm an INFJ, I don't want to hurt people, I care about them. And I was giving the wrong vibe, I was dying to be with her again, even after everything that had happened, right? And <clears throat> apparently she was too. But because I was giving her the wrong signals and she was going to through conclusions that, okay, this guy doesn't like me anymore. This guy maybe hates me. This guy, okay, at best he wants to just be a friend, keep distance. I ditched her because of that. She ditched me because of this. And, um, and this kept going on and we didn't know this until a couple of weeks ago, uh, until um, two weeks ago, uh, she posted an engagement ring picture which she claims is fake. I mean, I'm not going to go that rabbit hole. Uh, but I texted her. I wished her, I don't know, luck and happiness and etc. etc. And then we got into a very deep conversation where we were just, you know, on the edge. And I told her how I really felt about her. And uh, she told me that she felt the same way and that she was disappointed uh, when she saw how I was reacting. But I was only reacting to the patterns I thought were correct. And she was reacting to the patterns she thought were correct. But in the end, we were both wrong. And now I don't know what is happening to her, I mean, to her relationship life. And I don't ask her. Um, but what happens is um, that my hell loop is starting to happen again. Because, well, and I, I'm, and I think it's, it's happening to her too well because well when we met um in the summer this summer she told me that it was a very hard time for her as well and she was going through a lot of bullshit and etc i didn't ask her what i mean dump me because well i was following the wrong patterns um you can blame me all you want even if you don't know like me in person you can text me over instagram at vala underscore r that's m uh but yeah so we talked about this and my world collapsed again, right? And everything went into shit again. And my hell loop started developing itself again. I could see it coming. I mean, I'm, I'm almost in the middle of it emotionally, right? Um, but good thing, uh, right now I have a psychologist. And I, I, when, when this happened, I called her office and I asked to meet her as soon as I could. And I met her on uh, Monday. 
and her and I, we actually see the same psychology. So she knows what is happening with both of us, right? Um, and the first thing she said was she 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 told me was that how did you get into all that on those conclusions? And uh, she was wondering how did she got into all those conclusions? Um, but um, you know, so my hell loop is starting again. That's why I called my psychologist and I told her that I explained her everything and I told her that I want to stop this loop from, you know, moving forward and repeating itself. And I probably think that this loop is not going to let go of me. Uh, and I think this will recur again and again and again, even though, um, I mean, it's not a bad, I mean, it's a bad thing, but hey, I want to keep in, keep in contact with this girl because... Well, she's someone special to me. I mean, I've never had somebody so... I, I, even I don't know why she's so special. I've been studying her physical aspects, her mentality, everything. And I see every pretty much everything she has, other people also have. But I still don't know why she's being so special after such a long time. Um, anyhow. And um, so where does self-image come in here, right? Um, because, uh, as I said, introverts such as me and her, uh, we do not have a proper self-image uh, of ourselves. What happens is that what, when, we, um, when we see ourselves, when we want to approach something, um, because we don't have a correct self-image of ourselves or the image that other people get from us, we tend to hesitate and we, we tend to lose a lot of self-esteem. We always think that we're not good enough. So when I was talking to her the other day, we were walking by a lake and I was telling and we were talking about this kind of stuff. And she was telling me that uh, a lot of people tell her that she's too big. Um, she's big. She's, I think, 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, I'm 5'4". Um, that is 175, 180 maybe. And I'm 163 in centimeters. Um, so yeah, I was, she was telling me that how um, bad she feels about herself and how she, how, how other people, many people tell her that she's ugly and that she's fat and so she's trying to lose weight now, she's doing so hard, it's on her nerves and I was telling her that how perfect she was, she really is perfect and um, five minutes later I was feeling, I was telling her the same things that how, I, how bad I feel about myself financially, from my looks, from my everything. And she was telling me the same thing. Nah, you're good. You're good. And I know that things come from her heart. And she knows what I'm telling her come from, well, my heart. And uh, this also happens with uh, those who are extroverts, um, but in a different way. So, uh, for example, I have an extrovert friend who is also quite intuitive. She has a perfect image of herself, right? Um, and she, she has a, an image so well that even when interacting with other people, she knows what is going to come. But she does it anyways, right? She has a proper self-image and she does this anyways, right? So a couple of weeks, uh, I was talking to my other friend, to my extroverted friend. Um, she lives in France. Uh, we're going to call her the French girl for the time being. So I was talking to the French girl and she was telling me about her encounter with this guy and that from the beginning she knew what was coming but for some unknown reason she went through it anyways and then the same exact thing happened again to her like a hell loop i mean i call her call it a hell loop and i told her that this is going to happen again and again and again simply because she is a good person because she's too good for this world um, and i thought that this was starting to affect her self-image and i was really worried about her 
um, she was she was feeling like there was something wrong with her. She was starting to go down that rabbit hole. But I tried to tell her that she was amazing. She was perfect. She was a good person, and it was just everybody else that that were being cunts. Well, explicit content. Here we go, and um, so so it is funny how, uh, and she was of course. And and so what ha- what is happening right now with her and her hair loop and her self image is that I think she is over analyzing people right, uh, in the sense that she wants to make sense of everything everybody does. But the truth is that some people don't do anything, don't do the thing the things they do because they want to make sense of something. They do it just because they can, right? And that is what I was telling her. And um, so I feel like this over this over analysis. Um, hell loop and self-image it works like a triangle like a triangular loop right you enter from one piece uh, it doesn't matter which one and then you start going around 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 deteriorating yourself and putting pressure and stress on your mind and on your soul making even worse um, decisions that you used to make and all for what and, and seriously all for what I mean, what is the way of getting out of this, uh, well, triangular loop? Well, I personally, this is what I'm doing, what I've decided to do. I'm not sure whether it works. Uh, I'll probably talk to, talk about this in the next episode. But um, I decided to unplug my intuition as hard as it may be. Don't pay attention to it. Nothing, right? And start to see the world from the sensor's point of view. You know, start to look for concrete, reliable evidence instead of follow pattern recognition, right? Because after all, 75% of people are sensors, right? So there's a good chance that the next person I'm meeting up, or most of my friends, anyways, at least three out of four of them, are not intuitives. They're sensors. So I think the easiest way is to ask God damn it. So instead of instead of trying to make conclusions by myself, even though I'm very good at it, I'm most of the times I'm right, I want to take a step back and try to see the world as a sensors, right? See um, you know, look for concrete information. And I think and one thing I've been realizing is that when you speak with a sensor and you um, talk with them in sen- in uh, terms of um, reliable concrete information uh, what happens is that um, they understand better they they communicate better with you you know and, and and I think I'm going to do that so the next time I see a person uh, that I like like for example if I see a girl that I like and I want to date her um, I will not draw conclusions on whether she likes me so well yeah she's been like blinking at me like three times maybe that is an indicator no that shit ain't gonna happen i'm gonna go sit right next to her and i'm gonna say hey listen i think you're pretty do you want to hang out you know I'm, I'm going to cut off all the bullshit i'm going to cut off all the tests all the um over analysis that i do all, all the all the even all the analysis i do to see how this will work um so my infj friends out there if this is happening to you, maybe it is. First of all, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, one way is to say, well, fuck you world, be who you are, and that is the right way to do it. I think what I'm doing is 
wrong because I'm trying to change myself. But um, I'm actually not trying to change myself. I'm just trying to do a little experiment and see how it goes. Because after all, we cannot change um, our personality. It's really rare when somebody can actually change their personality uh, consciously. Uh, but anyhow, that is um, what I'm going to do. And or the next time I need help from someone or I think somebody needs help, I'm, help, I'm not going to like wait for them to break an arm. I'm going to just be like, hey, you want help? Or hey, you want to help me? Or etc. etc. And I think I'm just going to work like a sunshine. The first few times I'm definitely going to fuck like fuck it up. I know, but um, I hope that I don't. Um, you know my over analysis, my intuition has screwed so many of my relationships. Not not emotional relationships, like my general relationship, work relationships, friendships with people. People and since last week, I'm, I'm I've been trying to uh, set things right. Um, I had a friend who was. Whom, to whom I had given, I realized I had given um, wrong signals. So I went up, I met her, uh, I talked to her, I told her that what was really happening. Another thanks to the French girl who helped me with this, <clears throat> gave me the correct insight. Um, but um, anyhow, this that is the wrap of this episode. I can't believe it, it's 25 minutes only because, well, I think that's an improvement because it's shorter than the previous ones. Um, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you made sense out of it. Uh, I hope it helps. <clears throat> um, so if you have any questions, any <clears throat> comments, etc., you can contact me over my Instagram, vala underscore r dot m. That is v a l a underscore r dot m. <clears throat> it's not a private page. It's a public page. I'm also thinking of having uh, a, a page specifically for your INFJ dude posting memes, posting. Um, quotes, um, inspiration, uh, facts, um, etc. on it. Um, I think that would really help as well, but I'm not sure about it yet because I ain't got no time for it, uh, honestly. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, the podcast I was telling you about, I don't know its name right now, but I will <clears throat> include the name of the podcast in the descriptions of this one. So um, you can go check them out. Huge shout out to them. Um, oh, it's, I remember, it's called Your Personality, no, it's called Personality Hacker Podcast, um, and the logo is a four-colored logo and a brain in the middle, when you see, you'll know it, it's, um, it's a husband and wife uh, giving the podcast, it's, it's amazing, you have to go to listen, you have to go listen to it, um, <clears throat> thank you again for listening, I hope you enjoyed this, I hope it helped, um, Share this podcast with your friends, those who need them. If you have an INFJ friend, well, they may be drawing wrong the wrong conclusions, as good as they may be in their intuition, but they may be drawing the wrong conclusions. And the best thing you can do for them <clears throat> uh, is to just tell them that, hey, maybe you're wrong. Maybe this is the actual reason behind everything happening. They will appreciate it. I promise you. Uh, you ain't gonna lose. A, you ain't gonna lose an INFJ because you're actually teaching them something. Trust me. Um, I ain't got nothing more to say. Thank you for listening. Um, have fun and cheers.